Welcome to the Feminine Principle Podcast, heart-centered conversation for soul-centered women who are on a path of self-discovery. I'm your host, Nicola Lucy, shamanic practitioner, shadow and soul integration coach, and the creatrix behind the Feminine Principle, supporting women to redefine the relationship they have with themselves, others, and Mother Earth through the magic hidden in their unconscious. For more information, please visit thefeminineprinciple.com. Good morning, ladies. This has been one hell of a wolf moon, full moon eclipse. So I know that you're all feeling the energy, um, me included. I think it's global. I think all of us who are on this path of self-discovery, we're all really starting to feel these shifts. And the more that we are engaging with our external world as a reflection of our internal world, like we've been doing with the triggers, then obviously we are feeling it a little bit more because we're starting to take back control. We're starting to take back some of our power. And in that power, we are able to really tune in and see things from a very different perspective. And so basically this wolf moon, full moon and what it's been bringing to the surface and what I've seen in my own life and as a reflection of the collective is the activation of the victim archetype. Now, this has just completely blown me away because um, interestingly, and it's no coincidence that tomorrow evening where I'm doing an interview with Jessica Dornbork, who is a shamanic evolutionary astrologer. And we're going to be talking and exploring the journey of Persephone um, and her descent from her mother, Demeter, into the underworld as she was abducted by Hades or Pluto, whichever um, story you're buying into, you're listening to. Um, But then she becomes, so she's become this victim uh, because she's been abducted and then she becomes the victim, then she becomes her sovereign queen. And she then becomes the queen of the underworld. So it's actually quite fascinating that since last week when I spoke to Jessica originally about this topic, and what we're gonna be diving into more in in detail tomorrow is that um, over the full moon, what was actually coming to the surface for me was this victim archetype. And I used it, which was really quite interesting. I was able to see it through the lens of what was going on in our um, kind of global media. So I don't know if you've been following the story, but, Harry and Meghan, you know, they've decided to opt out of uh, the royal family. So this is this was really interesting for me because for a girl that really doesn't follow um, news and events, et cetera, et cetera, you know, Brexit kind of passed me by, but this really triggered the shit out of me. And I was like, why is this triggering the shit out of me? I kind of didn't know where I kind of stood within it all. So basically, um, you know, I could feel all of the, the judgment and the criticism and the naming and the shaming and, you know, where I was firing that in different directions, you know, depending on which side of the fence I was on. But, you know, I've been conditioned, I've been brought up as a royalist. You know, my mom, she grew up through the war and, you know, she's very, very loyal to the royal family. So obviously I've been conditioned into that. So I really kind of felt this this effect. But not only on an individual level, but I started to read, which is, again, completely out of character. You know, I was scrolling through Instagram and <laughs> reading all of the comments, and I was just really, really shocked by it all. 
And so I started to um, feed into this collective energy which was coming forward and reading both sides of the story. And, you know, this is something that I'd actually really like to do a workshop on because I think it's really got a lot of, um, you know, juicy um, reflections for us. So basically, as I was going into this and I was looking at my reaction to this world event, uh, which may not be a world event, considering that we've got Australia really on fire. And then we've got, you know, this whole bloody Donald Trump, you know, pushing the button, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we've got all these things going on, but these have the effect, these have the impact to really help us to look at where we stand within the collective. And so as I started to read all this information and I started to look at it as a mirror for what was coming forward for me, I really started to see um, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Now, I wrote a blog, a blog post about this. I haven't published it yet, so I'm sharing it with you here. But this was a really interesting concept for me because what it was showing me was that, so I was looking at Meghan Markle, you know, the wolf in sheep's clothing, how she's come in and she's got away, you know, she's, she's maneuvered her way into the royal family and then suddenly she's revealed all of her true colors and she's dividing the family, et cetera, et cetera. It's all just drama, okay? So let's just make that clear. And I'm not taking a stand. I was just using this as a reflection. So this is what I saw in uh, Meghan Markle, bless her. Um, the wolf in sheep's clothing. So I use that as a mirror to say to myself, okay, this wolf in sheep's clothing, what, what, how has that manifested in my life? Because, you know, it's the full moon. Obviously, what is deeply hidden in my own unconscious is coming to the surface with the full moon. And so I tuned into this energy and I started to see a pattern that I have been manifesting for a number of years now which is um, the wounded feminine. So I manifest women into my life um, who I see as um, powerful, you know, that are able to stand in their sovereignty. And I manifest these women and they see something in me and they want something, you know, they want me to help them or they want me to do something with them or, and then what happens is that when I say yes, because I come to it from a place of inferiority, you know, because I'm looking for the, the mentor um, in these women, that the moment that I say yes, I am actually giving my power away because I, I sense that I'm inferior to them in some way, shape or form. So I keep manifesting this kind of dynamic into my life. Um, so what I realized was that this kind of um, dynamic in my life was that the moment that I said yes, um, these women would turn on me 180 degree, 80 degrees and literally pull my house apart. So I was letting these women into my life with trust. You know, I trust. I always trust too much. Okay. It's probably one of my default patterns because I see everything under the surface, you know, and I always believe in the power of our humanity that we will all step into whatever relationship with integ integrity, commitment, honesty, and trust. Um, but coming to it from this very naive place and from my own wounding, um, these women would just really turn on me in such a way which just ripped me open. And might devastate me and bring the whole house down and I could never understand why 
And so what was going on in the world stage helped me to dig deeper into this pattern. And so I've manifested one of these women practically every year to some varying degrees, but it's been a really interesting process. And so what this helped me to see was that I was still that little girl, you know, looking for the female figure, even though I had a very strong female figure in my mother, um, you know, who adopted me when I was two. So she's been a real guiding role in my life, but you know, now she's in her later stages of Alzheimer's. And so I don't have that anymore. So I've been looking outside of myself for a woman, for a matriarchal figure to see me and to nurture me and to take me in their arms and guide me along and say, okay, come on, you've got all this lovely wisdom and knowledge and power and everything else. Come on, let me help you. So I've been looking for this in my external world. So obviously I wasn't going to find it in the external world. <laughs> This is why I kept manifesting all these women. I'm not going to find it in, our, in my external world because it doesn't exist in the external world until I owned it in my internal world. So this realization, which was on Saturday morning, the day after the full moon, really woke me up. And it was like, holy shit. You know, this has been a longstanding engagement with me, a longstanding pattern. And suddenly I could see it for how it was. But not only within that, I could see the pattern of the victim, you know, and so I really started to dive into this on, on really um, going into it, you know, with my little shovel and looking at it as an individual, but also as part of the collective. Now, in my own work and in my own journey, you know, we are all victims. In fact, the victim archetype is the one archetype that we are all um, connected with in some way, shape or form, and which is dominant in our persona, in our sense of identity, because that victim archetype has been nurtured and created literally from the moment that we were born. So we have been born to unconscious parents, and they have been born to unconscious parents. So you can see it going through the gener generational lines of all, these, um, all this, these unconscious woundings and traumas and patterns that we just carry through over and over and over again. So obviously, when we are born, you know, we, we are being born to unconscious parents and they've come with our, their own luggage of wounding and trauma. So obviously, we are victims from the very first moment that we are born. You know, we, we rely on our family of origin um, for... Um, our survival, you know, to meet our most basic and safety, security and stability and trust and food and love and sustenance. You know, one of those things is always shot out at birth. So we are automatically um, rewiring unconsciously our behaviors and our belief systems to adapt to this victim archetype and this poor me, you know, and we've all been there. So please don't tell me that you don't know this one because we all know it. Oh, poor me. Oh, why is my life so shit? And why do I have to keep struggling like this? And, you know, and then there's the other one, which is the great big resistance. You know, I really don't want to do this anymore. I'm sick of doing it. I'm tired. I just want to let it all go. I want to climb under my, my duvet and just sleep, you know, till the end of time. And then there's the other side, which is, oh, you don't understand me. You don't know what I've suffered through. You don't know what, uh, what my life has been like. 
this is all the dialogue and the conversation of the victim, of the inner victim. And I'm not uh, minimizing what has happened to us in our life because we've all experienced trauma. We've all experienced wounding and conditioning on some level. There's no way that we can judge our oh, minds worse than yours, et cetera, et cetera, because that just feeds into the whole victim mentality. You know, I've suffered more than you and the whole competition thing. But looking at it, this victim archetype is so dominant within us. We don't even know that it's dominant, but it is. And so what I started to see was my own victim being activated, you know, by manifesting um, these women who would ultimately betray me. Um, but what I, what I also saw through the lens of the media coverage going on with the whole Meghan and Harry um, scandal um, was that not only was my victim activated, but also um, the, the collective victim was being activated. And this just blew me away because it helped me to realize where exactly we are in our evolution. Now, this was a real moment for me. It was one of those moments where it just completely opens up the whole perspective. And so now we're in, you know, awakening to the feminine. We've all been on this path for the past eight or nine years, sometimes longer, um, really going deep and bringing everything to life. But now we're on the cusp, okay? So we're actually beginning to step into our power but this victim archetype is still very, very dominant. So it's a moment where, especially with the eclipse season, you know, so the eclipse season is a portal. They happen every six months. They divide the year, the solar year. And they are the endings of what we've been going through for the past six months. And they're also the beginning of what we will start to manifest in the, ne in the, um, in the next six months. So these are real energy centers where we feel everything, everything is coming to the surface, everything is being triggered. We are losing our minds, we're becoming overwhelmed and we're trying to stay in our center. We're still trying to live our lives basically. But this is also a moment where we now get to choose. We can choose to stay attached to our victim we can stay there in that energy and attached to our past and our wounds and are pointing the fingers at everybody else for the state of our lives. Or we can use this moment to really start stepping into our power as the sovereign queen, as the queen of our own inner kingdom. And to be able to do that, we really need to be able to sit back and witness our victim and how she plays out in our life. And to be witness to that is really quite a powerful gift because we're, get, we're getting the unique opportunity to see ourselves in a very different light. So it's kind of like stepping behind the veil and seeing the picture, the moving picture of how I, our life has been up until this moment. And then we can also take another sneak peek and by feeling all of our energy and saying, well, do I want to continue to live like that? Or do I want to have a look and see what it means to be the queen of my own kingdom, standing in my own power, in balance and in harmony with myself? And this is a real moment of seeing things in a very different perspective. 
And so one of the things that really came up is that we always have to remember that we always have a choice. You know, as we've been so identified with our victim archetype, we always think, oh, I haven't got a choice. I have to put up with this person in my life and I have to put up with this, this relationship in my life and I have to do this because it's expected of me. It's all bullshit. <laughs> all of it is fucking bullshit because we have always had a choice. We are even when we choose to stay in those unconscious patterns, we are unconsciously choosing to stay in those patterns. We are unconsciously choosing to stay attached to that victim archetype, her energy, her behavior and her belief patterns. So when we start to wake up and we're starting to use our external stimuli as, um, as a mirror to what is going on on the inside, our internal emotions, we can start to see, well, wait a second, I do actually always have a choice. So when we become aware of that inner victim and how she's really playing out in our life, we can enter into having um, redefining the relationship that we have with her. So who is she? You know, where, where is she coming from? What is she doing? How is she doing it? What are her needs? Okay. So this is really, really important because we are choosing consciously to engage with that wounded part of ourself. And so by choosing to engage with her, we are then able to bring through her wisdom and her knowledge to then choose a different path. But to choose a different path, we're going to have to stay centered. We're going to really have to stay rooted in the container of our body. We're going to have to strengthen this, which is um, the walls of our inner kingdom. You know, So we have to learn how to get out of the head and all of that crazy shit that goes on in there and be rooted and present in the body. And this is part of the work. You know, so every time when I'm working, so when I'm working with myself, but also when I'm working with clients and, you know, the potential to fly off into the head and the poor me, why me, et cetera, et cetera, starts to kick in. It's about bringing it home back into the body to feel those emotions, not to suppress them, not to run away from them, but to sit with them and feel all that crazy shit going on. Not to think it because the, the, the thoughts run away with us, but to feel it because all of those emotions have been suppressed in the body. So by bringing awareness to what is going on in the body, we're able then to stay present and to sit with it all. And also not only that, but when we start to release all of this suppressed energy, we start to reclaim the power that is our innate birthright that's buried beneath it. And this is when things really start to change. Because all of that power, all of that um, sovereignty, all of that trust and that internal foundation that we have been seeking on the outside, including connection on the outside, it's all there on the inside. It's just been buried underneath all of this stuff. And the victim is there pushing it down and pushing it down. So when we start to just um, um, bring all that to the line and work with it, we're actually able to start reconnecting with that sense of trust and connection and love and worth and value from the inside. And when we start connecting with that, that is really when our world starts to shift because we start to be in our lives 
we stop we stop doing in that sense and planning and looking and seeking but we start being so we're more receptive to all of the wonderful and gifts and opportunities and everything that are coming our way because we're more open because we are being present in the moment and we're learning how to receive so you know part of the victim mentality and the the archetype is that we've either been giving all the time um or receiving you know so there's always an imbalance in that but when we bring all that home to ourselves, we're actually able to start giving and receiving in equal measure but by doing that we're starting to also explore how all that fits into our day-to-day -day world and what exactly it is that we came here to do and so it's about just really honing in and saying okay who am i you know this is the question that is at the root of us all we are all searching to find out who we are on the inside and the more that we can find out who we are on the inside we're going to realize that this victim archetype no longer serves us it doesn't mean to say that she has no place in our life but we just need to integrate her we need to integrate all of that wisdom that we've learned from those wounds and traumas but also reclaim the gifts that were buried underneath those wounds and traumas. So we can really align ourselves with who we truly are inside and find out what our personal philosophy is and find out, you know, what is our purpose in life and, and how we want to manifest that purpose according to our strengths and not our weaknesses. So all the time we are engaging in this creation of our sovereign queen. And so this is a really beautiful moment for us. And I'm delighted that, you know, this has all come up and just through awareness, but it's also come up since, um, you know, I put into motion um, this talk tomorrow um, with Jessica, which is gonna be really phenomenal. And, but, you know, this is how we work. This is how we start to come into flow, to recognize that nothing is an accident, nothing is a coincidence, that everything is perfectly timed. Um, in regards to divine timing, but it's about being able to see the magic in that. And we can't see that magic if we're still living out the victim. So ladies, we always have a choice. And so I'm curious, you know, what's your choice? Thank you for tuning in to the Feminine Principle podcast. If you have enjoyed listening and received value from this episode, then please consider supporting the work to create a circle of reciprocal generosity. The link is below with love and gratitude.